This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So full-time from Turf Moor. It finished Burnley 2, Millwall 0. Again, it's another disappointing result, isn't it? Uh, three defeats on the spin uh, for Gary Rowett's side now. Um, it's a difficult one. Uh, we have to look at that and we have to think, well, what's going on? Um, and again, it, it's again, it's a difficult one to take, I think, in some ways. Um, I think the performance, of, the performance on a whole, I don't think, was too bad, believe it or not. Um, I think there was some good parts of it. Um, I think... Z and Fleming look good. Um, I think Vogel Sammer looked good, but again, we're let down, aren't we, by some really poor defending for the first goal. Um, I know it's a dummy of a header from Jay Rodriguez, but the back post, you, you've got to be on on your toes more there, you know, to keep, you know, to stop that reaching the man and the ball getting into the net. And then the second goal, I think Bart, Bart's made a mistake, that's clear. Um, but the pressure, there's just too much pressure in the end, has uh, has paid off. Um, so, let's hear what you all think. Kai, you go first. Hello, guys. Hello, hello Mill fans. Uh, just, yeah, just, I thought that first sort of 60, I guess, before they scored, I, I thought we looked um, controlled. I thought the defence looked better first half. Um, Murray Wallace, I thought, was was a big, was a big, uh, uh, plus of that, I thought in the left wing back we looked more controlled down the left um, and didn't look so sort of prone to to uh, you know a few sloppy mistakes. Um, and I thought Zian Fleming, as you said, looked really really positive. That free kick was a was a really good effort. And, and I thought just before they scored, I mean, I, I know a lot of people people would have watched the game and we, we, we were so unlucky not to score there. I mean, Cresswell hits the post, um, and obviously um, Fleming's close with an effort too. And, and it's just for, for me, it's fine margins like that that if if they go our way. Uh, we're one 0 up, and Burnley are chasing the game. And then, you know, I, I think I think our probably our probably our defence is probably good enough to see that out. But as it as it goes, they they score a they score and then they score again, and it's a, it's a big mountain to climb. We we have to, we do have to cut these silly soppy goals out um, for sure. Uh, but there were there were positive signs there for me, especially in the first half and and the fifteen minutes before they scored. And then it's just after we do concede, we have to open up, then don't we? And then that's when the the chances come for Burnley. Yeah, I mean, look, I think you've got to look at it and you think you've given 
I think it's taken too long to make those changes. Um, yeah, as soon as you go one nil down, look, I know you want to keep it tight. You, know, you, you don't want to concede another one. But judging how difficult that Mill will find it to score, they've got to, you know, you've got to make those changes. I think a little bit earlier. Um, it's yeah. going to bring Matt in because he wants to um, to say something. Go ahead, mate. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, for me, the biggest issue we've got is going down that left-hand side of our defence. Because if you look at both of their goals, they've both come from that left-hand side and every attack that Burnley had, they noticed it in the first half. They just thought, you've got a bit of a weakness there. If you attack down their left, you've got a chance of getting in and scoring. And ultimately, they played it around and around and around. And to me, if you're going to sign anyone in the next couple of days, it's got to be a wing-back because you've got no real competition. Wallace isn't a designated wing-back. Malone's the only option you've got apart from him. If you're not going to give Topolos a run, in my opinion, get him out on loan and get another wing-back in. Give someone or give Malone a stiff competition because at the moment we're looking so fragile down that left-hand side and that's what we seem to be conceding most of our goals from at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I agree 100% there. You know, I think a lot of the goals have come come down that side. Um, I don't think Scott Malone's looked himself. Uh, but I think that goes back to the tail end of last season. I don't think he was looking great then. Um, and unfortunately, that's carried on in in into this season. Look, I, there's got to be, in my opinion, I agree with you 100%. I think there's got to be a wing-back coming. Um, and that's, you know, it's a key thing. It's got to come in. They've got to find someone to shore up that defence. You know, as much as I think Murray Wallace can do the job out there, I, he looks a lot more comfortable, in my opinion, in the centre. Um, and I think as, as you know, for a defensive unit, I think the Lions look a lot better with him in there, along with Hutchinson and Cooper, I think. Um I know Cooper's starts been a bit questionable as well, but look, I think that's the best three in partnership. You know, you've got Creswell as well, but I do think that's probably the best three. Um, but no, look, it's, it, it's, it's a difficult reflection. I mean, a lot of people have made things of the away from, I know it's 10, 10 games now away from home without a win, but I think, you know, all, all you have to do is look at those away fixtures this season. I mean, Sheffield United away, uh, Swansea, Norwich, Burnley. I mean, to be honest, I didn't think that would take many points from that. You know, I think maybe three points short of what I I would have thought because um, I, I would have thought would have got three points against Reading. So, yeah, I mean, I think we're three points short of where I thought we would be um, at this stage. But I do think the amount of goals that are being shipped is a concern. I think, you know, I think I think it's only one team that have got that have conceded more than us. Now we conceded eleven goals in in seven games. That is quite a lot. Yeah, so I think next two days you've definitely got to bring in that wing back that you can give Malone stiff competition for, or if not, Boys, take that space. Today was fucking dreadful. I mean. You've got so much quality in this squad and it's just not being utilised in the way that it should be. I mean, Fleming looks a class above. He looked very promising all game. I thought Vogelsammer played well. 
Bradshaw had his good moments, keep pressing the attack and keep pressing their defence. I think there was one point in the game where he was actually shouting at everyone else, get up the field, get up the field, because we sit too far back and we leave them gaps between the strikers and the midfielders and the midfielders and defenders for the other team to play the ball in and then we're sort of struggling to get back. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. Um, just, just bring Alfie in because he wants to have his um, his, uh, his say. Go on, mate. Oh, he was, but he's gone. He was there, but he's not now. <laughs> um, <laughs> carry on, mate. Yeah, no, like I say, it's just you've got to have a concern for, like I say, it's not... That was shipping goals, just the manner in what was shipping goals, and they just all looked like sloppy goals and goals that last season we would have like we would have dealt with. But nowadays, it just looks like that we just don't want a fight for it because sometimes you get the shot, they get the shots off, and their players are always first to react. And it, it to me, that is coming a growing concern. Yeah, I mean, I I do make you right, you know. Um... It's 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 a concern with how deep um, things are sitting. I mean, you need to look at it. You need to think. You know, is that what they're being asked to do? Is that what um, they've chosen to do themselves? Is it a certain tactic that's been put in? Um, it's you know, it's a difficult one to look at at the minute. It's a difficult watch at times. Um, and but I think we've known that through the entire reign of Gary Rowe, they can be difficult times to watch. Um, I think we all know the, that the football's not the greatest. Um, but yeah, it's a difficult moment. And I think Cardiff on Saturday becomes now a much bigger game than what it could have been. Because um, the pressure is, is, is beginning to come on there a little bit now. Um, so, I mean, I was fortunate enough that I have watched the game tonight, been able to actually see what what's gone on, you know, if you've been to or you've watched the game, you want to come and say anything then then feel free to do so. But you know, it's I sat there, I watched it and I thought I mean certain parts of it I thought did look good. I mean, I thought the free kick from Fleming was very, very good. Um again, someone who merited his start and I think shown a glimpse of what he can give going forward. Um he can change it. He can. He really can be a catalyst to get things going. And he's not afraid to have a shot, which against Reading on Saturday, people were, you know, it was clear that he had, you know, it was clear someone had to have a shot. Um, yeah. And that didn't come. Um, Kai, what have you got to add, mate? No, I think I think you probably summed up pretty well there, mate. I think Fleming looked uh, looked good in, in, in parts. When he got the ball, I thought, he, you know, he does look a, a real threat for us. Uh, Voggy again looked looked strong, um, but as you know, it'll, it'll hopefully come, it hopefully come even better with a little bit of match fitness. Disappointing the the things disappointing for me tonight were the two goals. I thought they were I thought they were sloppy, um, and obviously Murray Wallace not is not a he's not a full time left wing back, so he's he you know and he's he's not as maybe as quick as other left wing backs in the division, um, and you know he's going to struggle against a player like Nathan Teller who did often get on that on that left side against him. I thought um, actually Teller was. I thought Teller was really good tonight. I thought he tried to. I think uh, I can't remember who said it on on the on the commentary, but Burnley did look for Teller every time they went forward, and that's just because he, he had really quick feet. He, he drew the Millwall defenders into a foul, and I think in the first half 
when your two when two of your centre backs have have yellow cards, it's then difficult then after that to to really try and um, you can't maybe go into a challenge as, as as hard. But it was it's frustrating because there's there's games this season that maybe we haven't deserved to to get points out, but we have. Um, and yeah, to concede two goals again is is frustrating. It's a little bit of a concern considering our defence was so rock solid last year. Um, but I think with with Fleming coming into the team, and obviously this is only his first start. I think if he when, when he gets match fit and properly match fit, he, I think he'll he'll start to shine for us. And you know we we are a notoriously so we we are notoriously slow starting side to the campaign. It would have been nice had we have um, you know started a little bit better than this. Uh, but I, I do I, I do believe it will come. But we've just got to be you know that we've got to be a little bit better defensively for me and and show a little bit more attacking uh, quality when we go forward. And I, I'm hoping hoping very soon that will that will start to change. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I agree with you one hundred percent there. Um, yeah, it's 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 difficult to watch at times, um, and I think most people that are sitting here and are, and and that are listening to this tonight will agree. Um, yeah, and I also want to say to the four hundred and seventy-seven, I think it was that went up there tonight. Big kudos to you. Um, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, and a big. Well done to you and safe journeys home um, because it's not an easy journey to make. Um, you know, best part of four or five hours, I think it can be going up there. Um, so it's a difficult place to go, and it's much better. We get, I personally, we get this this out of the way now. Um, this horrible, rotten away run, we get it out of the way now before the main part of the season comes look we have to remember it's it's seven games in you know we're seven games into the season we've got another 39 still to play uh so for that part we should be panicking um but i you know we can vent frustrations and i can one i can 100 agree with that you know that's why me and kai have decided to do these spaces you know if you've got anything to say then feel free come on and 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 say whatever it is that that you want to vent. Um, I think it was key tonight as well uh, to see the changes that Rowett made. Um, You know, we were speaking on here after um, the game at the weekend saying that a phobie had to go out. You know, we had to see the likes of Vogel Sammer come in. We had to see Zian Fleming come in and start and, those questions were answered. We had to see Malone dropped. And um, I don't know about you, Kai, but I was a bit surprised that all three of those did happen. Um, so, again, is he willing to listen to what's got to be said, you reckon? No, I, I think so. I mean, I, I was really, I was encouraged with the with the, with the starting lineup. I thought it was, was that's that's much closer to what I'd I'd like to see. I think it was pretty pretty close, if not probably perfect, really. Um, you know, exciting players up there. You know, got a point to prove. Fleming, you know, is a is a is a big big money signing for us. And and I think when you look at his stats from last year, um, in in the Dutch leagues, it's his stats are better than than a player, for example, like Anthony, who who's just gone for hundred million euros, isn't he, to Manchester United? Um, so it looks like a really good signing there. And he and he, he backed that up tonight with with some nice little passes. It's it's a shame he couldn't quite play Bradshaw through there. Um, but it, as I said, it's little moments like that that if, if we get them right, then you know the, the scoreline could be could be could be different in them moments. That's 
that's why you know I, I, I have said you know there's, there's positive signs not saying that the performance was was great um, but it was better than than Saturday for example I thought we were better tonight I thought we looked better uh, defensively and we, we looked a little bit better uh, going forward in terms of we looked better as in the the team looked like we had more to to, to, to sort of um, create going forward and we looked we looked at a little bit more um, energetic I thought um, but yeah I, I think the subs probably do need to come a bit earlier for me I think you know when you, if you're one nil down that they, they probably need to come then it's it's a big mountain to climb if if you're two down and, and I think that proved that tonight it was just that that step too far I think two nil is is a big mountain I know we have we have come back from it before but it's 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 a really difficult one especially a team like Burnley who have got that experience that Premier League uh, quality that they, they they know how to see games out and you know when you get two 0 down it's you know it's a, it's going to be a really long way back. We just had a comment there from MFC Owen who says it he reckons that it's t- that it is time to freshen it up with a manager change and to go all out for Sean Dyche. I mean, everyone of course has an opinion and and that may be one that. That some agree with that something it name it may well be time for for that to happen and for a change to happen. Um, it's it it's always a difficult thing to call for a manager's head so so early on into a season. Uh, in my view, um, I don't think it would benefit too much. Um, I think you know the realistic possibility of, of, of trying to be able to lure Sean Dyche would be difficult. Um, I think he would have his eyes on, you know, he's probably done enough, I would say, to earn himself another Premier League job or, or a higher up championship job, maybe. Um, but no, look, I mean, that's, it's a point that, that people need to make. I mean, we've got some more coming here saying that it's, it's, it's time for a change. I mean, me personally, as I say, I, I I'm not into in, into that thinking myself. But Matt, you know, what's your view on on that particular comment? Well, for me, I mean, I've got my granddad sitting next to me, and my granddad for ages is oh, he he's never really been a Rowett fan, and the start of this season, and looking especially at like the last four games, you think there's no attacking well no intent to go forward really we hadn't scored a goal uh defensively we're looking a bit all over the place there's something not right there and I mean if the form goes the way it's going I can't see Berylson wanting to keep up with Rowett in the job for much longer and they might give it till possibly like Blackpool game for the international break but that's just personal opinion at the end of the day Barrelson might give him some more time, but when you've been given the funds and the backing that he's been given, and we're not really showing much with it at the moment, you got to start looking towards the management and thinking what what's going on, what are we doing in training, what are we doing behind the scenes, and because it don't really look like he's doing too much, because I say at times we just look all over the place, especially when we go 1-0 down. So for me, give him a bit more time, but how much more time, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting comment, you know. it's it's it's. I mean, there are some valid points in there, I think. You know, the lack of creativity... 
the lack of scoring goals. I mean, that's been a problem since since day one, hasn't it, really, in terms of trying to find the creativity to get uh, the goals um, going forward. And, and, and again, it makes life difficult because people want to see goals. I mean, that's why you come to a football game, isn't it? You know, to be able to see things. Um, David, I just saw your comment there saying that it reminded you the days of Harris, um, of the hit and hope. Um, what is it you would like to see different, you know, the, or you'd want to see changed from your point? If you're still here, that is. Whether he is here or not, I'm not quite sure. But if he is, he's more than welcome to uh, to answer his uh, his point there. Um, but no, look, I think a lot of people are now feeling the game on, particularly Saturday, is is bigger. Um, hold on, let me bring Jack in here. Hold on. Far away, Jack. Cheers, Alex. Um, I just feel like um, at this level, oh, yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Mm. I'm a bit pissed off after watching that tonight. Though, to be honest, we are. It's been the same for a few weeks, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, at this level, you need more than just commitment and throwing your bodies on the line. The, the stereotypical Millwall way that gets you out of League One gets you to a certain point in the Championship, and you need more. And the thing that's worrying me, first and foremost, is. Raul hasn't set a team up to go out and win a game home or away for God knows how long. So we set up to stay in a game and pinch one on the break or pinch a set piece or pinch a penalty or something. It's just not good enough. And for those poor 477 odd whoever were up there tonight, you've got to think they're paying damn good money, probably taking time off work, you know, three and a half, four hour journeys there and back to, to what? To watch eight of your players sit behind the ball for 80 minutes. And then when they get the ball, have absolutely zero tactical nails on what to do with it. So they just lump it forward to a five foot nine striker and and hope that miraculously we're gonna create a chance. It's 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 nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. Sunday league football, when when we're attacking, it's Sunday league football. And we've gone and spent one point seven mil or whatever it is on on Fleming, and he looked quality when we got the ball to him today. He looked really, really good. All right, a bit, you know, rusty with when he could have put Bradshaw in and, and whatnot. But um he looked really, really good. And I just feel like in a five three two set up to defend, we're just gonna waste his talent. And we're probably gonna end up shipping him off in a year's time and he'll go and tear it up somewhere else and we'll think, God, you know, what could have been with someone like that? Instead, you've got Savin Shackleton who was sitting on their back five and when they get the ball there is nothing for him. There is zero. So it go it either goes wide right to Danny Mac, who smashes it down the wing, or it goes to if it's Malone or if it's Wallace, and they smash it down the wing. If not, it goes into Cooper and he plays a long diagonal up to either a phobia or Bradshaw. And I just don't see I Rower is is will die by his five three two, in my opinion. He will not change that formation. So I just don't see where it changes. I don't know what our identity is. I don't know how. I just don't see how we go out and win a game of football without a set piece goal. Don't see it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a difficult one. Um, I'm going to let Mr. Met TV go now. Go for it, mate. Hi, Alex. Um, Hello, mate. All right. Yep, how you doing? All right, mate. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think we all need to start being realistic. You know, we're going into games creating not many chances. The last three away games before tonight, it's been one shot on target or two shots on target. We're conceding two goals. We're not even going to get a draw. Uh, you know, what um, <clears throat> Jack just said is spot on. We, we've we got zero going forward. You know, you look at the days of when we had Romeo, Jed, doubling up down the right wing um, <clears throat> or players going down the left wing. We've got nothing going out wide. You're relying on Danny Mack to try and get down the wings. <clears throat> so I've got a bit of a cold. Um, That's all right. <clears throat> You know, I'm so, so frustrated because it, in every game, we're going one or two nil down. Rowett doesn't make a change. And like tonight, OK, maybe Bradshaw and Vogel's uh, summer ain't um, fit enough to play 90 minutes. But, you know, I remember the days of where we had three strikers on chasing a game. And... If you still if you lose the game, you're like, well, okay, we've lost, but at least we went for it. <clears throat> you know, we we stuck three up front, and we, you know, we peppered peppered their box and got crosses in. There's nothing, and I think people need to start start being realistic, saying about I'll give him give Rowett time, give Rowett time. He ain't gonna change from that formation, and it's spot on what Jack said. He sets up not to lose, and then hopes that we're going to nick a set piece, nick a goal late on. And that's 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 how Rowick plays, you know. Look at Stoke fans when they came down and were singing Rowick's football shit. Every club that he's been to, all their fans say his football is shit. So you have to decide, are you happy finishing the tables? I don't think Rowick would ever take a team down. But I don't think Rowett's tactics formation are going to take you up either. So you have to sort of decide what do you want. Mid-table and boring negative football or a bit more attractive football and maybe go for it. Matt, do you think, yeah. just a quick one, just to add, just to, add to make a point you made, um, do you think that, you know, I so you said about Danny McNamara getting down the wing and obviously we used to have Jed and Marlon there. Do you do you think that maybe that's because we don't? Would you would you like to see us play maybe more maybe more wide and have maybe three up top instead of the two one two more? We play quite narrow at the moment, don't we? Would would you like to see a winger on that side maybe to improve it? Yeah, you know, like maybe like you know, go back to the old Millwall way. You know, we we've always been that four four two, getting forward, your wing backs doubling up. You know, I've. I, I know not many teams now play a four four two, but even if you went a four three three, you could have your two wide attacking forwards maybe going wide with one up top and your three in the middle, sort of like 
you know, just supporting defence, supporting going forward, helping your full-backs. You know, how, how, how Man City play, how a Liverpool play. You know, we need more more players getting wide help. Because sometimes, say like Danny McMara gets the ball and he doesn't know where to, to go with it. He's got no support there. And, it's, you know, and then people are going to end up turning on him. You know, you know, I've heard people turning on Billy Mitchell. You know, I've... Last last few seasons, you know, I used to go to quite a few of the youth games. Billy Mitchell never played like that. He was the player that, for like the youth team, was getting forward and scoring goals. But that that's not the Billy Mitchell that you see in the first team, and it, it's it's so frustrating. And you know, and like I I just don't get his tactics and his thinking. I I, I really don't. Quite right. Right. I just add to what Mets said there as well. Yeah, go on, mate. Yeah, so so similar, like similar thing, right? The change of formation probably has to happen, but you've got to have you've got to have your manager setting the precedent of. So I, I would like the Norwich game, for example, right? I don't know if they played five or four at the back, um, but our system of three, technically three five two, is that Malone and Danny Mac, when we're attacking, they need to be our wingers, they need to be up on the opposition's 18-yard box. They barely got over the halfway line. And when we had the ball, Norwich's right and left back were pushed so far up onto Danny Mac and to Malone that we couldn't get out. But when they had the ball, Danny Mac and Malone were sat in a flat back five, just letting them bump the ball around, just pass it at will. You've got to have the mentality, whether you're playing four at the back, five at the back, three in midfield, two in midfield, one sit. It don't matter. As you have to want to attack. If if Raul changes changes it to four two three one or four three three, but he doesn't allow his players to to gallop forward. I've just watched Luton's goals tonight against Cardiff. They got six. They got six players in the box coming in for crosses. When do we have more than a Phobie or Bradshaw? And maybe one, maybe Bury, you know, trying to get into the box, busting a gut from midfield, trying to get... They don't. They don't move. They're like fucking statues. They stand in position and they don't know how to move for a ball. They don't know how to progress us through the thirds. So it doesn't really matter whether we're five at the back, four at the back. They need coaching. They're coached to just defend. And they don't know what to do when they've got the ball at their feet. So I just don't see how it changes with, with Rao at the helm. Unless he completely, you know, all his coaches are, are defenders. They, they ain't got a, they ain't got an attacking ounce in them. Yeah, I, exactly. I, yeah. I agree, Jack. It's you know, it's it, Rowie is set up to not lose a game, but we're conceding two goals minimum a game at the moment. But we're not even getting two. Right, we had three shots on target tonight, but you know, like the last games before, you know, and, and I keep hearing people going, oh, but we come back from 2-0 down against Coventry Swansea. Let's be honest, the Coventry game, they could have buried us before uh, we equalised. And the Swansea game, it was, you know, it was one, it was one of them one-off games and we got two own goals. You know, you've got to start being really realistic about things. It's, you know, if, if people are happy to sit mid-table, then, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a go at anyone's opinion, but it's so frustrating because it, for me, it's not the Millwall way. Yeah, just to go on that That's point, right, um, I just want to bring Alex back. Just sitting back, sitting there you waiting. look at the Swansea game. The one time that Danny Mac got forward from that ball from Leonard, we actually scored from it. Yeah, okay, it was an own goal, but that's the one time McNamara got forward. And my granddad's been saying for ages, you know, you sit back and you do all this. 
it's football boring. Football. And when you want to attack, you've got no one to attack because we're set up that defensively. And I'm just going to go back on a point that we made about having a third striker on. Sometimes, as I make you wonder, do we miss? Nope. You there, mate? Right. Let's wait for him to come back. Alex, I'll bring you in. You've been sitting there patiently waiting, mate. So go for it when you're ready. Yeah, just similar to everyone else, really. Just frustration. I mean, you know, <clears throat> I understand that with with Mill, we're not always favourites to win a game. Um, but when you look at the away games that we've had, you know, historically, we wouldn't win these games. But other teams go and have a go. But we just don't seem to do that. I mean, I... It, I think Wigan beat Norwich away. Blackpool got a result against um, um, Feet, uh, against Burnley as well. And it's just like, we don't go there to get a result. And then we wonder why, you know, we get the draws and we get the losses. And, and at the end of the day, last season, we didn't get playoffs because we had too many draws again. And that's why we just won't make that step up is because Rowett won't go to win a game. It's like he tells our midfielders not to attack. Similar to what um, Jack was saying, the wing-backs, you know, are meant to be getting forward, but yet they just sit back and defend the whole game. Um, and I was there against Reading as well Saturday. There was just no attack whatsoever. I mean, Reading should have won 3-0, to be honest, with the chances they had. You know, we did score, but at the end of the day, it's, it's the same thing again. It's either a set piece or the goal comes from recycling a set piece and then crossing the ball back in again for a header. And it's just like, we don't have that attacking threat. I mean, Fleming tonight looked really good. Should have played Bradshaw in, you know, probably a bit of rust on that. But it's just, there was no other chances tonight other than, yet again, a corner comes in. And then Chris Wise, the shot that hits the post from a corner. And it's just, you know, I'm not saying that we should play like Burnley and, and you know, pass it around the whole game. But when we get the ball, it just gets lumped up, and it's just—it's so predictable. I mean, if you're if you're Vincent Company and you've studied us for the whole week, you know he knows how to to, to nullify our threat straight away. It, it's just defend the long ball. You know, there's nothing else to it. Um, and yeah, I mean, with Rauer, I've given his dues before. Obviously, with the mid-table finishes, um, but his football is 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 shocking. It really is bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it's 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 been a difficult watch, I think, for a lot of people for a while. Um, you know, I can see in the comments here. I mean, Gavin, you're going mad there. You know, you, you know, if you want to say something, then feel free to request and come on and 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 air your grievances. Um, you know, because I'm sure we'll all be interested to hear what hear what it is you got to say and and debate it. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's, in my opinion, I can understand why he goes for the more safer options of, of, of trying to secure a point in a game. I can understand that because a point is better than no points, but, uh, but at the same stage and at the same time, I think you've got to think of fans want to see wins. They want to see goals. They don't want to be bored. But you know, I think it only thing. works in certain away games as well. I mean, 
I understand potentially with Burnley obviously coming down from the Prem, you'd understand that it's obviously it's a hard place to go. But I remember last season when, you know, we played like Blackpool away and then we still went for a point. Now for me, I think we're better than Blackpool on paper, especially last season. Why are we not going to those sort of games and trying to get a win? I'm pretty sure last season we lost to Peterborough away as well. And it's just games like that that I think just hold more frustration behind it because it's just why are you going for a point with a team that, you know, we'd probably beat on paper. Yeah, I mean, I was at both of those those games last season, funny enough. Um, and the Peterborough game, you speak about that because that, because that was a game just before the games were called off for COVID, wasn't it? Um, and that's where we took an early lead. Yeah. And then uh, I think... I think it was Johnson, Clark, Harris um, scored both the goals. But, I mean, you could see that coming a mile off, you know. And I, mm. I don't think I'm the only one who thought that. I mean, I was sitting with a number of a number of the guys at, at half-time and I was saying, no, look, this if this doesn't change, there's only a certain amount of time you're going to be able to keep getting the ball out, keep getting it out. It's going to come a time where those goals are going to happen. Um and unfortunately, they did. Um, and Blackpool away, a very similar story. Um, I was at that one as well. Um, I want to turn attention just ahead to Saturday, though, because obviously Norwich, Norwich Cardiff um, coming along. Again, a side that have had a, a mixed start um, in some ways. Um, but what would... In, the view of you lot, how how would you see that game, and how and how important do you see that game now on the back of these results? I mean, going into Cardiff on Saturday, I mean, for me, it's I know it's so early in the season to be saying it, but I think it's a must win for our. I think our home form is one, you know, he's he's managed to keep that as well, and I think that that is a massive thing that I think fans have kind of given him plaudits for as well is that obviously on the Harris we had the home form um, that was really strong but like I, as I said mentioned on Saturday with Reading um, for me we should always be beating Reading at home I know you shouldn't just you know say that we should guarantee beating a team but there's you know and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage Nissan Townstar EV strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable look just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty and with a bench full of all star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all star quality search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. At home, I always fancy us against anyone. And I think, again, on Saturday, I think Cardiff is a game that you have to be going into and, and thinking that we should win. Um, I don't see why Cardiff should come to, you know, come to the den 
and and beat us to be honest. Kai, no, I absolutely agree. I think on on Saturday, I think it's it's absolutely crucial we start quick. Um, we go straight at them, get get balls out wide, get balls into the box, and then try and get Fleming involved as much as possible. Um, and and also not just that, but when we get on that ball in the midfield, it's really important we get we get forward with it. Um, Get balls into into Vogslama, um, whoever plays up top, whether that be Benick, Tyler Bury, uh, Bradshaw. Get them, you know, Cardiff. You know, Cardiff are a, a decent side, but I think if you put them under enough pressure, which which you know we can do, I think they'll buckle. Um, and I think you know at the den, if, if we can get a, an early goal, um, it'll be massive for the game, and, and it'd be nice to see you know try you know score score first. Um, you know, we haven't done that in a, in a good while, have we? So. It'll be be nice if we could do that. Get get on the front foot. I think it's massive, absolutely crucial we start well and, and try and nick that early goal. So I think if team has to come at us, then that's where we can use our big our, our, our quicker players like Tyler Bury, players that can can get in behind and, and and cause Cardiff a lot of problems. Even though I would I would also say that even if we do go ahead, um, I do think that it's a, a team against like Cardiff who we could dominate the ball. Um, and and then therefore uh, great chances. So yeah, ho- hopefully that hopefully we start quick on, on Saturday because I think that's going to be absolutely massive. Jack, <clears throat> yeah, I think kind of echo that really. Steve Morrison's coming down and he so he's going to have them bang up for it. So they'll be um, you know Ojo will probably be playing a couple of you know players to prove a point and stuff like that. So um, yeah, they're going to be bang up for it, and we need to shake off a couple of disastrous performances. Um, and he needs to set us up to go and win a game. Like he didn't set us up to win the game again. We should be we should red in a poor. They're a poor team. I mean, they lost four. They, can't even, they got battered by Sheffield United tonight. But they're, they're such a they're, they're a proper poor team. They, they got they ain't got no budget. They can't spend no money. They got free agents and loan signings. Um, but he didn't set us up to go and take the game to them. So hopefully, hopefully, whether, whether it's a change of formation or whatever, he just he needs to set us up to go and attack. Whether we play five at the back, that needs to be a proper three-five-two, where they get forward and and join in with an attack. Um, the the one thing I was going to say is I feel like if we get rid of Rowett, he he's been backed with a lot of money this summer, and he's bought he's bought a lot of players to fit a three or a five-three-two. We've only really got Bury in the whole team and Bennett when he's bloody fit that have any sort of blistering pace about them. So if you're trying to play a four-three-three with out-and-out wingers, we're struggling. We don't really have that, you know, when we used to have you know Jed on one wing and and Bury on the other, or you know, pacey wingers. We just don't have them. So it's going to be interesting. I don't know if we dip into the market again and try and get someone on loan who's got a bit of pace or can get us transitioning through the thirds. But we. Um, It'll be interesting to see how he sets up because we don't really have he, he he's bought a team to play with that kind of diamondy type compact midfield. So let's just hope he let's just hope they you know they put in a performance because it could get pretty. I see see it in the comments earlier. It could get pretty toxic on Saturday if they if they start slow. It could be it could get pretty bad pretty quick. Yeah, I've 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 seen that in the comments there and. Um... I mean, I did see a comment there that someone would want to play, would want to look at replacing Rowett with Scott Parker, um, which to me would seem a bit. I mean, you'd be looking at the same type of same type of football in a way. 
Um, plus, you'd have the West Ham connections. Personally, for me, I don't think that would be uh, the right move uh, in terms of that. Um, Matt, I'm going to come to you. Um, anything you want to add? Yeah, I mean, like people say about the 3-5-2 or the 3-4-3, three, three, whatever formation you play with a three at the back. The system does work. It works for other teams, but you've got to have the right players. And like, like Jack said, you know, when you watch other teams play, especially like your centre backs, they're comfortable in the ball. They play, they they can play the ball between each other. Like you look at Swansea, you know, like that. It was like that tippy tappy football. Like they made it look so so easy, and we just don't seem to have them players that fit that formation. Um, and, yeah, if we did go to a 4-4-2, yeah, we've only got one winger, and that's Bury. So, it's... What 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 do we do? Um, and, like, going into Saturday, like, I think like everyone said, if, if we start slow, I can see it getting very um, toxic down the den Saturday. Um... Yeah, I, 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 I think it's time up for Rowett, but I don't, I don't think we're gonna, I don't think we can get Deitch. I think he's holding out for a bigger club, um, but he, you know, does he play that same style of football? So who do you get in? Um, yeah, so I, to be honest, I don't know where where we go if we get rid of Rowett, but I do think it's his. It, Times up, and I think if if we lose Saturday, or even get a draw, I think it's going to get very toxic on Saturday. Okay, mate. I'm just going to bring Danny in, uh, Denny in, even. Um, go for it, mate. Hello, mate. Yeah. Um, well, the last evening. Hello, how are you? You're right. Um, the la- I'm all right, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Um, the last couple of quarters really of of stolen my thunder really but pretty much we all we all you know thinking the same thing you know his tactics are terrible he will only play 5-3-2 last season we we played two league one teams at home in the Carabao Cup Cambridge and Portsmouth and he played 5-3-2 same pretty much the same team that was playing in the league games you know it, it that that is what he he will only play five three two, and then he only changes it when we're sort of one or two goals down in the second half when he goes a bit gung ho, and then the game gets stretched and it's all over the place. But you know, personally, what the last caller just said, totally agree with. I've said for ages, you know, balls in the box, two men up front. You know, but everyone talks like it's like you you. You know, you're talking about going back to to watching videos when you say about four four two, but four two three one is just four four two. But teams don't seem to play with wingers anymore, and like like everyone's just saying, we've not got the players now to go to a four four two. We've not got any. We've not got any wingers. We've not got a Shane Ferguson to to play on the left wing. Do you know what I mean? So it, at the minute, it, it's um, it's chaos. But I. I've, I've said a couple of years ago that when we was on that bad run, that get him out. And look, as size of our club, 
I'm not unrealistic, you know, bottom of league, bottom of the championship, you know, top of league one, somewhere between, you know, sort of eighth in the championship is our position. Yeah, that's that's where we are based on our budget and and everything. But the only way we're going to get any higher than that, other than a, a truckload of money coming in, is is to either get a load of be lucky and get a load of youth team players come through at once or do something different. And my my thing would have been go for someone like John Terry, a bit like Derby did with Lampard, someone who's played the game recently, who's got good contacts and who can bring in some, some good loans. So, I mean, that's my opinion. But, you know, I don't know what you think. No, I mean, it, it's, you know, this is why we have these... Uh these spaces you know it, 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 it it's for everyone to get their their view across and get it and get what they think off their chest you know that's why we do them that's why we look to um to have these things and and try and see what the what the wide range of opinion is i mean because kai and me are often out there and we do ours at the end of every game before every game. So it, it is good to hear what other people have to say, you know, um, sort of, cause we were just before you spoke there, um, we were talking about Saturday and Cardiff come in. Um, what changes would you want to see for that game? Well, as you say, we, we it's not a lot. I mean, our defense was our sort of bedrock and now we can see two goals a game. That's the, this season anyway. Um, I, I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. I mean, we play basically a seven seven one two at the minute, um, and I, I mean I've not been you know I'll hold my hands I've not been Savile's biggest fan, but I only see half the game tonight. Um, I had to shoot out, but um, I mean he he was our best player Saturday and. I, I don't know. As Shackleton, I, you know, I'm up for giving everyone a chance, but Shackleton has just hasn't worked. Um, I, I don't know. I, definitely, I mean, the forwards get stick, but then we don't create any chances. Uh, that that Hammerby game, um, first time I see Fleming, and every time he got the ball, he was playing like, you know, in a 10, behind the two, where Honeyman's been playing, behind the two forwards. And every time... When Cooper was getting the ball on the centre halves, he was facing them and he was coming short, wanting it played in, and it was just getting locked, knocked long, diagonal over in the corners for Bradshaw and a phobie to chase. So I thought he's never going to touch the ball if we play like that. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, personally, I'd go four four two. I'd go Bury on the right. And just have a go. Give him the ball and say, right, try and beat the defender or at least get a cross in. I'd play someone up front, whoever, with Fleming sort of off of them, behind them. But then I don't know you play on the left unless you play Malone as an out-and-out winger and do what we do when we're behind in games and just play a back four, Mitchell and Savile in the middle, and then, um, you know, like 4-4-2 four, four, or 4-4-1-1, four, four, one, one, whatever you want to you know, jig it up, it's the same thing. But to get just have people wide getting crosses in the box. Yeah, I mean yeah, I mean that's an interesting take on it and a take that 
I think a lot of people are agreeing with you on. I've just sort of had a look and we were in the same, it's a similar position as we were into last season, exactly the same number of points after seven games. We had, I mean, albeit last year, there was a lot more draws in there. I mean, we drew against QPR, drew against Blackburn, West Brom, Swansea were all draws, defeats at Cardiff and at home to Fulham and a victory over Blackpool. But two wins in the first 10 last season, all right, two wins are coming seven this time. Um, Some people have put it to me, you know, that the players are no longer playing or don't look happy playing the way they're playing. I don't know if that's what you lot have have thought. Um, let me just bring John in and see what he's got to say. John, good evening to you. Fire away, mate, when you're ready. He's still Hello. <laughs> Hello. Good evening. Yeah, I'm not even a Millwall fan, the way my fire is fine. Um, all, all oh, happy days. All I'm, we welcome new fans along. All I'm going to say is don't lose heart. This time last season, we had one point after seven games and we were we were shit we were fucking wank. worse than you supposedly have been now I've, I don't I'm not being funny I've not really been following the championship I've had enough of it over the last 20 years but <laughs> I think you'll do alright like Rowett is he is he not very popular now that's the impression I'm getting from the people that I'm following yeah I mean there's 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 been a form of uh, unhappiness regarding him this evening that has uh, that has filtered through from a lot of people that we've listened uh, from from we've heard from tonight. Been a bit disappointed with him at the moment and thinking maybe it's time to go. But you know, as but as you say that that's a that's an interesting thing to look at. Forrest lost, I think you. Was it six so, of their first seven so I, I, You know, the so the first point we got under Cooper was against you. It was when um, Max yes, Lowe... Yes, the one all yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Literally, last season... So, we lost our first four games the season before as well. And we lost the first four games of last season. We got one point after seven. Yeah. And obviously, everyone knows that now because people bang on about it all the time. But um, don't take too much heart from the start of the season. It's not. It's not worth it, John. The thing. The thing with you last season, though, is you ousted your manager and got Cooper in, didn't you? That's that's the difference. You you bought in someone who actually's got a bit of tactical nous about him, and he brought you up the league. I don't know who you had before. Was it that? Was it the the Morocco? Do you know what? The, the, the right, yeah. Oh, uh, Chris we had, Hewitt, so we, we had. Oh, uh, to be fair, there are there are some similarities in, in in the sense that we had a lot of people were waiting for Hewton to deliver because he'd done it with Birmingham, he'd done it with Brighton, he. Not really done it with Norwich, but he'd been there before. Um, I'm guessing that people are pointing to the fact that Rowett, to an extent, did it with Derby. I don't really know what to suggest, but in terms of where you are, you are nowhere near as awful and pathetic as we were. I remember last season, at one point, I was telling all my mates, back us to get relegated at 5-4 to four while you still can. I said that to people. <laughs> I did. And I meant it. So, yeah. God, I'm getting a bit scared now. I didn't really have anything else to say other than that. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
we're always happy to see new people come along. I tell you what, nothing wrong with that. I, put, um, I had you. the world's worst bet on tonight. I had a treble. Um, I had a well, no, one of them came in. I had a Palace to draw, but I had Hull to avoid defeat. <laughs> Went three 0 down in the first half. Oh, and I had you to win away at Burnley because I've not won at home since about 2008. But yeah, <laughs> um, this was more uh, a message of solidarity. <laughs> Uh, don't lose faith. It is possible to be absolutely wank for the first month and a half of a season and do well. So, yeah. Enjoy. I'll, I'll let actual people that know what the fuck Millwall are doing this season take over again now. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> well, Best of luck. We do thank you for coming on, John. It's nice to hear no from problem, you. It's mate. nice to hear from a different fan, from a different club. It's always nice to hear. No worries, um, Enjoy. But then, so that, now it, that does take us back going to... And looking ahead to Saturday, looking ahead to Saturday, you know, Cardiff will come, you know, on the back as well. I think they've lost their last two as well. I know they lost tonight. I can't remember what happened Saturday. Kai, I'm sure, will tell me. Um, but it, in my opinion, it does become a big game for different reasons. I think, I think, he, you know, from sitting at the Den last weekend, you can gauge from the from where we were sitting that the fans it was beginning to slightly turn I mean there is this one guy who sits in the press box me and Kai know or sits just just left of the press box Kai and me know him very well hearing him for has been a row hater for a very very long time is that right Kai um and forever screaming at something um that he's done um but you know I, I don't know what your thoughts are Kai but you could but can you see the place potentially, you know, like others feel that the place could potentially turn toxic? Oh, absolutely! Because as a as a Millwall fan, all you want to do is is see is, is you know people spend their hard earned money to go up to go and watch Millwall. It's a working man's club, and we we expect um, hard work, uh, determination. We expect nothing less than a hundred percent. And you know, if we feel like the players aren't aren't delivering that, or you know, maybe the manager's tactics aren't right, then you know everyone's got a right to be frustrated. It's you know, that's that's the be- that's the best thing for me about football is that so many people can have different opinions but uh, love the same thing and every, every, you know some fans might not like what Rowett does some fans might like what Rowett does and they still love they love love Millwall it's so it's it, it, I think that's all about what football's about different opinions and and people you know talking about it I think these why these sort of things are so good um, because it gives you a different maybe viewpoint and maybe so, you know I, I'm sometimes the same I'm you know quite tunnel visioned and when you do these sort of things, people's ideas and, and suggestions, they, you, they make you think as well. And yeah, I, I think it could be a, you know, it's, it's really important. We start fast on Saturday. Um, otherwise it could be a, could be a tough game for us. Right. Let's, let's bring Stephen in. Stephen, what have you got to say, mate? Um, it's just really about people talking about row it out, row it in. Um, we're one day off of the transfer window closing. So any new manager that comes in or potentially would come in can't buy anyone, can't sign anyone. So we'd just be left with the the players that, you know, Rowett's brought in. He, he was backed. The marquee signing that Rowett's brought in has played, what, started one game, admittedly, for injury. So I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of panic um, to say that the manager should be sacked or, or should should walk or whatever, however you want to put it, I think you know we're not even a third way or quarter of the way through the season. So 
I think there is still time to turn it around, but I don't see the point in calling for the manager or, or encouraging anybody to to sort of you know create a bit of a toxic atmosphere when a new manager is going to come in and he's going to have exactly the same players and have exactly the same problems. Perhaps change it tactically, but I, I just think it would be completely the wrong decision to to do that at this time. Yeah, I mean that's. That's an interesting opinion, you know. That's it differs from a lot of a lot from what we've heard tonight. Um, what we were discussing just before that was was do you think it will get toxic Saturday if 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 things don't start quickly? If it gets into a stage where it looks like it's going to turn into a draw, or Cardiff go ahead. You know, it is it possible you think it could get toxic, or do you think we're sort of facing that sort of stage where it came to a feeling where it was the end of the Harris era, you could tell where things had gone slightly stale. Are you at that position yet? Are you at that point? Personally, no. Um, obviously, it's very frustrating. I was at Norwich um, a couple of weeks ago yeah. and watching... I didn't go. Didn't go tonight. But watching the the stream through through the club, there, there's similarities. There's there's moments where it looks like things he has he has got, you know, he has brought in players that have made us better, but he seems to have lost, or we seem to have lost the ability to defend. Now, <clears throat> I'm not saying that Dan Ballard last year was the was the reason that we we maybe were, were so good but we've lost him and another defender's come in and it's clearly not worked but 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 back to Rao I, I just think it, it possibly will turn toxic if it doesn't go go so well on Saturday I don't agree with that personally I can understand the frustrations but we're not a club you know over the years that have, have the luxury of, of being able to sack a manager I'm assuming you know lots of people listening would were were here during the Holloway years, and and he held on for a large payout, and it it, it sent us back to League One. I'm not suggesting Raul would do the same thing, but I don't think we can become a sacking club just because we've had a poor start to the season. And typically, we we usually start poorly. We've started poorly. We started poorly under Harris. The years we got promoted, we did um, the first year back in the Championship. I hope it doesn't turn toxic, and I hope that he does get it right. And I might be completely wrong, and you know, it, it may all, all, all turn sour on Saturday. But I hope that's not the case um, because I, I just think it's a little bit too early to, to go down that route, personally. Thanks, mate. Um, Mickey, go ahead, mate. Nope, you're on mute still, mate. Hello, fellow. You all right? Hello, mate. You're all right. Yeah, not too bad. It's 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 what we've been saying on the pod, mate. He's he's playing five at the back. He's got the wing backs can't play. Um, on the subject you were saying a minute ago, will it get toxic? Yeah, I think it's going to start. I think he's probably got another couple of games, and then fans will start turning. Majority of them will probably already be there um, because we just see what the club's about and seeing that he's clueless. The players. Only seem to play when they um, when they go four when they go four at the back. The players seem to be able to play properly. Other than that, they don't want to. They're not interested. Yeah, I mean, there's been looking at. I mean, because we've seen tonight the comments are coming through um, as the people 
who they'd want to replace him with. I mean, Scott Parker was put on there, which is one I didn't quite agree with, but they've got others along with Sean Dyche. I mean, personally, I, I don't think they'd be able to lure Sean Dyche. Uh, for me, I think you'd be holding out for a, possibly another Premier League job or a higher up championship job. Um, you know, but I'd be interested to hear what you think as to who you who who you would go for personally, or who you who you would think the club should go for. I don't think we get Sean Dyche for, for love nor money, um, and I think people who, who really believe that um, are probably delusional. To be fair, um, I don't really want Scott Parker. The way he spoke about the board and everything else, do you really want a manager coming out like he has talking about the board and stuff? Um, I don't know. I mean, the board make heavy investment in route. They made a heavy investment in other managers over time. Holloway, um, you know, they just, even even Lomas, you know, everything else. But they just seem to make the wrong decision. They're not necessarily a Millwall tie manager. Yeah, Harris was good, but Harris come to the end of the end of the reign. Um, I think maybe. The way forward would be look at an internet, you know, like a, a foreign manager maybe, um, who, who potentially can play a style of attractive football, what we want. We've got the players to be able to do it, but playing five at the back nearly every game is just getting tedious. And it's not as if it's something new about it, because every club he's been to, we've had, you know, all the other fans sit there and say um, that he plays boring football all the time so you know I mean look the difference between last season and this season are our wingbacks they're just getting found out um, and it's because last season as much you get out of jail card ain't there no more um, and I think it's going to take a couple more games for um uh, vlogger and, and Fleming to really hit the ground running but we're getting found out everywhere everywhere at the moment and, and it's not good um, and the fan base won't take that when we know what our players are capable of um, and that's the problem but as in who, who you're going to get as a manager I've got no idea um, Omar always 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 shouts out to um, oh, have um, Warnock because um, he No, we lost you there, mate. We'll wait for uh, Mickey to uh, uh, to come back. Um, but that no, I think he makes some interesting points there. Some some valid <laughs> points. Um, oh, is he coming back? Hello, mate. You're right. Hello, yeah. you're back, mate. Oh. I think just I think just find a a foreign manager um, who's done well in the foreign leagues. And give him a guy over here and see. We can't do any worse than we've already had. Um, that would be my choice. Stay away from one of the English ones because you know we know what they're about. And do they really get us? We want. I, I would say a foreign manager. Throw it all out and go for a foreign manager. If anything. Yeah, I mean that's a that's another different landscape on what we've heard as well tonight. Um, do you agree, though, Alex? <laughs> the, system, the system doesn't suit the players we've got at the moment. It looks to be struggling. I've got to be honest. It does look to be struggling. This is the first time I've really seen deep troubles with it. I mean, I've seen the set pieces this year have have struggled. We've struggled to 
defend the set pieces, which we should be doing. I mean, with a squad of of the height of it in particular, you know, I think if you go back to that goal against Reading at the weekend, yeah, it's it, it really poor defending. I mean, for Sam Hutchinson to get his head on it, it flicks over, it finds Naby Saf and no Millwall player to get anywhere near it is poor with the lineup of defence we've got, the height of the defence we've got. It was very disappointing uh, for that to happen. We're seeing too too many of the same type of goal. You know, a lot of it's coming down the left or our left defence, uh, which has been a problem going forward. Um, I don't think Scott Malone's been at the level um, since the end of last season. I think he was struggling um, and I still think he's struggling. Um, so I think I think being dropped tonight was was the right decision, um, and I think he needs an extended run out of the team. But I also think I don't think playing Murray Wallace out there is also the answer. I think he looks a lot better now in actually in the back three where he played so much there um, last season. He looked a lot. He, he looks a lot more comfortable in there, and he's lost a bit of pace. Um, and I think you're right about the wing backs. I do think you're right. We've lost um, the board, mate. I think Danny Max not as far is 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 a little bit off his game um, at the minute. Accountable though, considering that the club threw him under the bus twice when you know there was contract negotiations and they went public, and a lot of the fan base was turning against Danny. That that's got to be a you know that's got to get on your back. But the problem is we've got no pace. We've only you know Bury can can what dribble with the ball, and he's got some pace on him. But, you know, it's always, we can see it, we could see it in today's game that we needed to make substitutions. But the substitutions didn't, again, come till late when he suddenly brought Honeyman on, he brought Bury on. Those those should have been done probably no sooner than the second half started. But it just seems to be substitutions are late, styles late, formations are, are, are madness. You know, I'm not saying we go back to 4-4-2, but we need to have a more attacking style about us because, you know, going away and putting five at the back just seems mental. Well, are we going to park the bus every game we have? And if we nick a win, then result. But if we get beat, we just come out and say, well, we had a good few chances, as we normally do. Do you know what I mean? I mean, at the moment, he's just behaving like a cunt. So he just needs to get himself sorted and and move forward. Once, you know, and realise that the players he's got play a certain way and his style doesn't suit the players he's got. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of the problems, I mean, particularly away from home, I mean, it's 10, I mean, it's, I think it's 10 games in all competitions now away from home without a win. Um, it hasn't reflected, obviously, on the home form, but the more you're struggling away from home it makes it a lot more difficult than on the home game. So much pressure then becomes on those home games. Yeah, I think we saw when we first promoted um, to the championship um, under Chopper and we couldn't get those away results and how much pressure then become on that, on those home games because we couldn't get it. Is there going to be a danger, you think, now of, of, of the same thing happening again? Maybe. I mean, look, we've only had seven games, but seven games, we're, we're seven points out of seven games. Um, and the players we've got, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be sitting two points away from relegation. Whichever way you want to look at it, that's fact. Um, you know, something what you said a minute ago, Murray Wallace. I mean, 
Murray Wallace obviously should be playing, has to play left back, um, but not back three. And, and against Cardiff, we're going to need to play. We need to play at back four. Otherwise, I, I can see Morrison coming here and doing one on us, mate. Well, that is another thing. Of course, he he comes back on on Saturday. Along comes Marlon Romeo as well. Someone who who is. It's dog shit, you probably know that. I think it's, it's someone who who who's probably we haven't had as much attacking outlet actually since Romeo has not been in the side from from that right back level. Yeah, I, I don't know if I if I'll overly agree with you, but uh, you mm-hmm. know, um, I don't know. I mean, look, at the end of the day, if if Rout goes for it, we're back to players, whether or not they make mistakes or not, we're back to players, but. We've got to go for it. Sitting back when we know that the players are, are more than capable of doing a job, it, it just impedes them. And they look as if they can't do what they want to do. So, you know, it's one of them. Romeo, yeah, I mean, Romeo had pace, but really, did he have ability with it? Um, I don't know. Because if he did, it, it'd be, you know, it'd be higher up the food chain, wouldn't he? Um so, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, they're my thoughts anyway. So, yeah, thanks for having me on, fella. That's all right. No problem at all. Um, and I think we're at 11 o'clock now, lad. So I think we will probably call it there. Um, unless anyone's got anything else that they want to bring forward. And if they do, go for it. Um, but if not, I just think on, we will call it, it there. If, if I can, just on the subject yeah, of Danny, Danny McNamara. And, and yep. Marlon Romeo. I'm not suggesting that Romeo is a better player than Danny Mac. And I agree yep. with the, the fellow who just spoke about the club throwing him under the bus. But if Danny McNamara wasn't a Millwall fan, or his family weren't Millwall fans, would people still be backing him as much as they do? Because I agree that he, the wing backs, our wing backs are just, they, well, they don't look like wing backs, do they? Let's be honest, they, they don't. Um, perhaps in a four four two, they'd be suited as a right back and a left back. But I, I, I just think um, I'm not saying that I would prefer to keep Marlon. Would have preferred to have kept Marlon Romeo. But if Danny McNamara wasn't a Millwall fan, would the supporters still be behind him as much as they are? It's an interesting point. I mean, it's a bit like the one um, with Ben Thompson. A lot of people felt Tomo should have played more. Because you know he's a typical Millwall player, you know, as a Millwall fan and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean that is an interesting one. Um, I, I mean, personally, me, I'd I would take Danny McNamara over Marlon Romeo. That's not to do with any anything other than I. I, I personally just think he's he, he's a better player personally. Um, but that's it's an interesting point of view to have because I have had that raised with me um, after Saturday's game. I had that raised, so no. Again, it's an interesting point and all. And if you look at it and you think, yeah, all right, I think him being a Millwall fan does earn bonus points with the fans. Of course, it does because that's the because they want their own types of players to be playing, and that is. One hundred percent. I un I understand that, um, and, and because it's a 
the way that the club is, it's very proud, it's very proud of its youngsters who come through. Yeah, he, he possibly does get away with it a bit more than what others do. Um, it'd be interesting to see what would happen if it was someone else. I do agree with you there, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if that continues going forward after Saturday's game. Um, and then forward on from that. Um, unless, Kai, have you got anything else you want to add? No, no, not not really. I'd just say thank you very much to everyone that got that got involved, everyone that listened. Um, good to debate, you know, on, on topics like these. So, yeah, uh, hopefully we can get back to winning ways of the dead on Saturday. All right, lads, I'm going to call it there. Uh, thanks to everyone who came on. Thanks to everyone who's had points of view, the comments and all that sort of stuff. It's been an interesting debate. Look, we'll try and do um, these after games. We're going to try and do more and more of them if we can. Um, but, yeah, thanks to everyone that's come on. Um, and uh, hopefully there will be some positive news after Saturday's game. All right, thanks all. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.